International. Live from the Flea Furnace in beautiful South Austin, this is the Gary Busey Town Massacre. I'm Donna, as always. <laughs> Donna, as always. My last name, as always. Uh, uh, as always. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, today, we're discussing. We're back at anime What's again. Up, guys? We're in the anime. I'm getting there. Give me a second. Duh. All right, let's start this over again. <laughs> <laughs> you do not have a magic walnut. We are going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, leave all work. this in for sure. <laughs> okay. Do I, I have to do the live from the Fleet Furnace? No, it's good. You already did it. Oh, okay. We're active. Tape is running. I'm so confused. The right on air sign is blinking. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, live from the Fleet Furnace in beautiful South Austin. This is the Gary Busey Town Massacre. <sighs> What? <laughs> I just I wish I had that sound bite up. What? <laughs> All right. Hi guys. Hey. Hey. As always, <laughs> joined by <laughs> Bezo. How's it going? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm alright. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Ethan Billups. What's up? Oh hey bud, how's it going? <laughs> so good. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> so good. What's the what's the latest? What's going on in the news there? Dude, everything. I'm just researching <laughs> about this movie, trying okay. to see what's going on. <laughs> trying to figure out more insights to it. I'm confused. Any movie that time travels, I get confused during. So. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we're back on anime again. It's Yay. been promised <laughs> been to promised come back and delivered. to it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're back on anime. Uh, this time we did a movie by uh Mamoru Hosoda Hosoda he Hosoda Yes uh he's actually a really well-known director uh Yeah Yeah he he did Samurai Champloo Samurai Champloo which I feel like a lot of people watch Yeah uh, that's like an Adult Swim era anime show. I have to confess, I always thought it was Samurai Shampoo. I guess I didn't read it carefully. I've never seen the show. I just seen like pictures and advertising. Ethan, did you ever watch that show? Uh-uh. It was on Adult Swim. It was. It's really, really good. Um, but that show is probably, I guess, everyone's first intro to him. Um, and then he did a series of other films. Immediately following that is the movie that we watched today, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Um, 
You okay over there? Yeah, yeah I was just thinking, boring. I was, no, I was thinking of a second name for it. The girl who left for Yeah, time? I got a good second name. Oh. What's that? Walnut Lady gets a second chance. <laughs> that was probably a working All title. Right. <laughs> it's not really like a walnut. It looks... I guess it kind of it's looks like a walnut. A walnut. I'm pretty sure they were, it looks like a conch shell, oh. but like a tiny one, more than it looks like a walnut to me. Uh, <laughs> Wal- walnuts don't aren't... Cre- like creased open like that have yeah. you ever seen a walnut before after it's used maybe not maybe i haven't <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe japanese walnuts let me let me open your eyes to what all- walnuts yeah. look like <laughs> google japanese walnut yeah they look the same everywhere <laughs> uh, i don't know if that's true <laughs> all right all right uh anyway so this guy's pretty well known he's uh done he did Samurai Champloo, his first feature film uh, that was an animated series, of course. And then definitely his, a walnut. His first feature film, uh, a walnut That's looks a, like a brain. He just put a bunch of pictures of walnuts on there that look exactly what's in the movie. Yeah. Dog, you ever... Damn, <laughs> you, you guys... Are you guys blind? Uh, okay, show me some conch shells and let me see if I can make yeah, a, a proper me, comparison. Tell me if a conch shell looks different, but I'm pretty sure it's a walnut. I'm seeing like a conch shell on like a smaller mm-hmm. A smaller size. one that's brown and, and shaped yeah, to look a, like a walnut. A conch shell has like an opening is what I'm saying. Like there's like a, oh, it's dude, like a no. round oblong yeah. with an open. You are, no, it's definitely yeah. a walnut. <laughs> dude, y'all are fucking dumb okay this shit ain't no goddamn oh, you're acting like the psychopaths in the movie why are they always calling each other idiots that's like you know classic animation i guess everyone's always obakasan anyway Doesn't make any sense to me so the girl who leapt through time was his first feature length film uh then he did uh this actually played at a uh, fucking fantastic fest and people ate it up they loved it mm-hmm. uh summer wars um, which personally not too crazy about, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, then Wolf Children, which was another huge hit. That one was nominated for Oscars, I believe. Really? And then most recently in 2015, The Boy and His Beast, which that one was nominated for Oscars and had pretty uh, well received around the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's actually working on a new film right now, too, but we'll get into that later. Old Not Lady, too. So uh, let me jump in. When was the first time that you guys saw this? I didn't see this. You've never seen this before? Oh, yeah. This I saw. I watched it. Okay. When when did you first see it? Uh, I don't know, like 2007 or oh. 8 or something. It came out in 2005. Okay. So hmm. back when it, just like you heard about it, you rented it, or what was your... Yeah. I don't really know how that happened. I don't, I don't really know what the circumstances were, how I heard about it, okay. but I just... I s- the just heard vine, about like, it. You you you're, yeah. you're, you're around that grapevine, so you would hear about it. Not really at that time so much. Oh. I was in the weeaboo closet <laughs> at that point. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I I heard about it, or maybe I saw it like at Blockbuster oh, or something. Dude, yeah, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> talk. You're just trying to breathe into the microphone. I'm listening. <sighs> The sound of Ethan listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of me listening intensely. Yeah? Yes. Why do they call everyone idiots in this movie all the time? I don't understand. I think it's uh, a um, term of endearment. 
Mm, yeah, yes. didn't you call your friends? You call your friends idiots all the time. <laughs> Not yeah, to their face. they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's an idiot, too. She fails her math test. Yeah. She's dropping balls all over the place. <laughs> yeah, also, none of the, the credits don't make sense to me. Yeah, they're all squiggly the time, lines. The yeah. time travel credits. How do they get two back? How do they get what? They're both at zero, and then all of a sudden they both get one. Uh-huh. Why? I think she rolled back, which rolled him back, and his roll back rolled her back. I could see maybe there's some logic there. I don't know. I kind of got lost in the fantasy aspect of it and kind of put the sci-fi element aside to just kind of oh. go with it. Okay. I, You know me. I can't drop the science. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> That's what everyone's always saying about you. That's what they're saying about me. Ethan, I can't drop the sides. Bill ups. I can't, <laughs> I can't not think about the mathematics. Yeah. You know, you know me. I got a beautiful mind, so <laughs> I can't drop it. Yeah. That's what people are always saying about you. That's what people are always saying. That an idiot. <laughs> Damn, they're simultaneously calling you a genius and an idiot at the same time. That's a hard life to live. That's man. weird, dude. Yeah, You're really he's always talking line. about science, but he's dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I couldn't add up the credits, and I was like, "What? They okay? Whatever." And then I also the other thing. Here's my other problem with the movie. I'm just gonna jump into it. I don't yeah, give yeah. a rat ass. The other problem I get about this movie. Uh, w- why at the end, at the end of the movie, he goes forward in time, right? Right. He uses his last credit to go p- forward in time, correct? I think so. Yeah, he's because going back to his time, which is in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, why didn't she travel to the future at some point? And then B, question number two, when he's like, I'll, I'll wait for you in the future. I'll see you then. What? Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I don't know where to begin with this because I feel like we should unpack some of the movie before getting into the last sequence. Yeah, I think so as well. Well, uh, that's what I'm just remembering. Okay. <laughs> well, that was the last part, so that kind of makes sense. <laughs> so I got confused about. I'm like, what? Because I thought he lived in like the year 9,000 or something. Could be. Well, who knows? I mean, all all that he says is that in his time... Okay. All right. The, okay, all right. Yeah, I, know, I don't we got, know. We, got, we need a yeah, starting we, point that's we, not we at the end of the movie. We got to back up a little bit because there's a lot of other shit that I think will make sense of what is going on with the end scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you, I'm getting the impression, Ethan, that uh, not overwhelmed by this film. <laughs> Is that not not to be uh, not to be hyperbolic about it? But uh, I mean. You didn't find it wasn't capturing you. Well, like my my whole thing it? with it is is if you find out the ability to time travel, why are you just gonna keep going back fifteen minutes before that? Just constantly. But she wasn't oh, okay. going back fifteen minutes before that though. She was going back like there's one sequence where she goes back two days at a time. There's another time when she's talking with her aunt. And she says that she just keeps going back to when she had her allowance, which could be weeks past. I, like, who knows when that is? We know that it doesn't take place in the three-day time stretch past the point where the movie starts. How about this? 
kill Hitler. She may not be able to go back older than she is. Right. Or back before she uh, discovered the walnut. Uh. Right. I mean, I think what... I think the the line of time is that where he is from is in a not so distant future. Like it's in a, a tangible. Oh, so future. when he's like, "I'll see you in the future," it's like, "Oh, I'm I'm from the future," but it's like, like two it's weeks like, from yeah, now. it's like well, three you know, weeks. Why are you screaming? You're so loud. Uh, <laughs> it's passionate. I'm pissed off. I think you accidentally turned your mic up louder than everyone else's. <laughs> nice strategy there. Anyway, uh, I think yeah, because you don't really know the time that he's from. All that he says about his time is that it's in the future. There's no baseball. He either directly says or implies that there's some. It's some kind of post-war scenario. That's it. You don't really know anything outside of that perspective. And like a post-war scenario could like current present time in reality could literally be a month from now. Like I, who knows when the fuck like a post world or post war is, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's so, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I had a, uh, this part of it. Um, I really, uh, I, I almost, it's so, like almost tertiary to me. Uh, the movie seems like it's way more interested in focusing on other things as being substantive. And this element of it is almost a, um, a, 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 a the, the, the sci-fi apparatus that you just buy into in order to get to the other things. Yeah, I don't care about that. I mean, I think the more interesting part is that there are, there are multiple... Okay, all right hang with me for a moment we're uh, now since you started us out here we're gonna completely abandon explaining what was going on in this movie so there is an aunt figure that literally no one else interacts with except for the main girl in the movie right so and the the aunt is giving advice the sage-like advice about leaping through time and expresses that she also went through that when she was in high school and then later reveals that she had this this person that she loved but she wasn't able to convey these feelings and uh they said that they would wait for her in the future that they meet again in the future at some point in time and she expresses that she wasn't able to do that and again is providing this advice to makoto uh, Makato, the main, the main, the main character, uh, the main protagonist. Uh, she's providing this advice that uh, if that she seems more that she would go after this person, which right. kind of sets in motion the whole like after the the peak of the third act, basically the yes. finish line of the movie. Now, then you have the scene where the boy. Chikati, Chikita, <laughs> Chikita, I don't know, whatever. Chiata, 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 Chiata. Chiki, Chikati, I don't know. They said it a million times. For some reason, it never quite Chiki. stuck. It's something like that. And I was reading like, it too. It's, it's weird how Chiaki, they completely failed Chiquita, to pin it. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so this, the boy in question, the future boy. Yeah. He then has the scene with Mikado, Makota, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And... He says to her, well, I like this scene because I would, I would think 
in a different movie, he it would have said, Dicey Dus, you know, right. like, I love you is right. the thing that he would have said to her. Right. Instead of I'll see you in the future, which right. such an, sets in motion then that she is the aunt. The aunt isn't a real figure. And she says after that scene, like, oh, well, I'm going to I have an idea of what I'm going to do in the future. And she's talking about how she's going to preserve this painting, which is the whole thing that the aunt's doing. Right. So maybe the future is just a little outside of the grasp of her lifetime. Mm. And so she's constantly searching for this person. It's, like, a, it's, it's like a, a great ripple. little parallel. Yeah. 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 I, um, okay. So I, I have, a, I have a lot to say about this and I can't, I can get where we're talking about right now, uh, but I got to start three laps prior yeah. and kind of build up to it. Um, uh, when I first was introduced to this story, it wasn't because we watched it today. It was because of the time travel consecution that we watched, um, I guess, earlier this year, I think. Or last year. Or yeah, that, <laughs> depending on when listen, you listen to, to that this. episode because yeah. we did talk about this. There was a fan at, edit, a, minute, uh, a short film edited, this movie edited down in a short film format uh, by a fan editor, um, Take Me to Your Cinema, who did... Um, and that was my time watching it, and and, the, the and we loved it. It's great. Of all the of all the you know, there was a handful of the time cons- uh, of the time travel consecution um, uh, short films that were particularly good. This was one of them, and the story in that is is straightforward. It's a girl who, in the context, seems absurd in the short film context discovers a walnut that kind of lets her give her the ability to leap back in time, and in doing so. Um, and it is sort of reckless and it inadvertently causes a lot of catastrophic uh, side effects and then tries to right all those wrongs by not jumping in the first place. It's a very self-contained, very, uh, in a sense, simplistic form it's of tight. what this is. And when I started watching this, I, that's where I was like, okay, I, I don't know where it's going to be. And I, I, I kind of had a sophisticated, I, I kind of understood or expecta- ex- had expectations of where it could go. And as this movie unfolded I, I realized it has a lot more to say than just a simple story of hey if you have the ability to time travel don't be reckless with it you know that's that's kind of where the the uh, the short film tends to insinuate that's where the uh the the, the lesson is yeah um but then instead it reminded me watching this of a completely different phenomenon that i in some part experienced growing up when i was in high school and when I was in high school... You could time travel? I, well, it, you know, I don't want to brag. Uh, you were an alcoholic. I, a, I did have a DeLorean. <laughs> no, um, the uh, I was in a circle of friends where there was about five or six guys and then one girl in the group. And there was this sort of... Um, this dynamic with that girl and the other guys in the group where it was like... Some people liked her at certain times. Other people didn't. She liked some of the other guys in the group and then didn't. There was a lot of weird sort of dynamics going on between her and the group and so on. And the um, and then we all were, you know, really close and we all expected that we would, you know, be locked arms and, you know, grow old together and all that stuff and be friends and keep doing all the fun shit that we were doing in high school with this other kind of element that was sort of always in play. Um, and then eventually it just all fizzled away you know we all grew up they all had kids and a bunch of other shit you know real life adult things and and so that moment that that all those dynamics were kind of lost and i think that what this movie does is although it has this you know this time travel element in it 
and um and it has there's a there's a pretty sophisticated fantasy slash sci-fi going on that we're, it's easy to fall into if we started this conversation on i think the more interesting thing is how it uses that to sort of kind of deep uh, kind of deep dive into this other dynamic of these trio of people and their uh their and how their relationships how those, that relationship you you learn something and then in the you can unlearn it or you know it but the other person doesn't know it mm. and and how that unfolds and how they handle that that was re- I really enjoyed uh, all of that and there's a sophistication to it where it's not simplistic if a Hollywood version of this movie would end with exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. with the I love you uh, I'm not going to go back to the future I'm going to stay here with you kind of thing mm-hmm. and instead it has this much more nuanced uh, ending where in a sense it's more mature than you would expect because the characters do end up in a sense splitting up and I think the even the line, maybe I'm reading into this, bringing my own history, but the line at the end when he says, you know, I'll see you in the future, it's a lie. He's not going to see her in the future. But it, it's the mature thing to do to separate and, and move on. He has to go back to his thing. She's going to go do her thing. And... Um, and and that's I, I at least that's that's what I got out of that ending. So that well, maybe it's it's equally romantic as saying uh, I love you to the character is putting uh, all this emphasis on the painting, and that he will see her in the future, but he'll see her in the future of the painting as will she him yeah. in the painting. You know what I mean? Right. The all of the there's the the relationship is there the love is there he doesn't have to say it and she doesn't have to say it back it, it's all there implied and and it's in it's in between the words that they're saying and the actions but what you don't have to have is the let's lock arms and be together forever and have kids and 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 be that kind of love it's a it's a very different kind of enduring kind of thing that they're going for yeah, I think, I mean, we've talked about this before, maybe not on the show, um, but we'll definitely get into this some more next week with the next movie that we're going to watch, too. But there's, like, a lot of, um, there's, like, all these subtle things that are really heavy and really, like, intense feelings that are indirectly said in a lot of, like, these more romantic or like slice of life animes that talk about uh, like personal relationships and shit. Mm -hmm. And I think that part of what's good on ending with like that kind of phrase is exactly what you're saying is that you can kind of let it be what you want to. I mean, it's just left to like how you interpret it. I mean, it could be like really heavily romantic or it could just be like, yeah, I mean, this is how it is and bye. Or yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, there's something very disarming about, and maybe it's because I don't watch, I I, I feel like I say this a lot whenever we're talking about an anime is I don't feel like I watch basically any anime outside of, you know, catching up for episodes of the show. Um, but it's very disarming, this kind of animation. I was thinking about it um, since we finished this up about um, there's an uh, anime for me always, especially when it's about, you know, kids and in, in, in their, in their troubles. I, I, uh, I'm automatically sort of driven to thinking and, and expecting something that's very simplistic and um, not nuanced. 
And uh, I started thinking like, man, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's animated and anime is cartoon and cartoon triggers, you know, growing up and it's like a kid thing. And just in general, we associate cartoons uh, with with younger audiences. Um, And uh, even Pixar, uh, as as animated as it is, it it tends to be films that are for, you know, people who are like, you know, between eight and 12 like that's they can they can hit that market and be successful and yet they have a layer of sophistication that adults can enjoy as well so it kind of hits this broad thing and i think what anime is at least in this one and some of the others that we've watched is that it's not 8 to 12 where it starts it's more like 16 to 22 kind of like young adult kind of age and um and so well at least the stuff that i'm picking for us to fair watch enough, fair enough fair enough uh but uh, it, it's a different bracket, uh, this young adult, late adolescent bracket that it's capturing. And again, the I, I guess I'm getting, I, I get sucked into thinking that it's for those people. And what I realized that, you know, it's adults, it's, it's, a, it's grown up experienced adults who are writing and animating and, and, and producing these kinds of things. And so they bring with it all, all of this wisdom to it. So it's not, it's like, it's in a, I'm making a comparison between how Pixar is able to capture two different kinds of audiences and be successful. And this is doing the same, only it's starting at a higher age bracket mm-hmm. um, where it appeals, I could see it appealing to like a 16, 22 year old, but then it has these sort of late life kind of, uh, looking back kind of wisdom in it um and it, if you're not anticipating that and you're looking like okay it's just a you know a cartoon of a young girl going through this high school triad of emotions then you'll get blindsided by the third act which is what i did yeah i think um i i just okay i have a few things to say so there's if you listen to my show well i guess actually it will come out after this but mountain dude versus dorito girl um i recorded it earlier today the same day that we're recording this episode and uh we did our like best of shit for the year and of course like i did a top five anime uh shows for the year and one of the shows is uh this new series obviously it came out this year what the fuck uh (laughs) called uh mmo junkie and the show is about uh this 30 something year old girl and she quits her like office job so that she can just stay home and play mmo rpgs all day all right and that's like what she wants to do with her life is just like be a slob and play mmos all day well she starts like reminiscing about this relationship that she had with a person that she played mmos with like a while ago and like lost contact with them and then begins this new MMO and starts like forming relationships about that or in that. Meanwhile, she has her real life where she's also forming these real relationships. And it's another show that has these really intricate and um, heavy, like emotional things going on. Yeah. But this show takes, bless you. (laughs) But this show, uh, you know, the main people in the show are 30 plus. So I don't know that the okay bless you. I don't know if the why are you sneezing on your chest? <laughs> That's his favorite part. Uh, <laughs> gross. Bad idea. Uh, I don't know that the demographic for that show would be like high schoolers. I I don't really know. Like I can't. It's I've I watched the show since it started airing. And I had a really difficult time trying to, I would constantly think about it. Like, what is the demo in Japan for Uh, this show? Right. 
like I'm I'm 30 and I'm watching this show but like I also watch shows that are clearly for like you know teenagers or whatever I just like that shoujo type of show the like lady romance shows like this movie is so the show's fucking amazing I mean it made my top five list it's really great and if you like anime and you want to watch like a newer show I would definitely recommend that especially if you like shoujo but so I have a group of three friends and we all like watch anime and we'll talk about like the new shows and shit and there's this guy in this group of friends it's me this chick and this dude and the dude like recently just started getting into anime like within the last couple of years. And so like me and the girl always like, oh, you should watch this. You should watch this. This is what we're watching. Blah, right. blah, blah. Uh, anyway, so he started watching MMO Junkie with me and the girl. Okay. And so every week we'd be like, oh, my God, did you watch this episode? Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> and we're all like, you know, fangirling out about the show. And then the series ends. And if you've ever watched a shoujo, it's much like this movie where there is there is no climax romantically. Interesting. It, it's just not something that happens. And so they announce like we're going to have an OVA, which is like uh, like a, sometimes a, a, like a short movie or like a, an additional episode. Okay. That's just like a kind of a bonus. That's not really a part of the series. Okay. It's just like a bonus episode on the end that might be like, Oh, we went on vacation together or some shit or like, Oh, we did this wacky thing together, like as a group or whatever. So they released this OVA that everyone just assumed that the series ended when the series ended they release this OVA the next week and we all watch it and the whole thing is building up to them going on this hot spring vacation together and finally they're both like aware of each other, liking each other and then the show is end over over. There is no second OVA so you never see the hot spring vacation. Fascinating. And the guy like for the past couple of weeks has just been like, oh man, like I can't wait for that next episode. And I was like, you don't. <laughs> I was like, this is how shoujo's work. You're going to always be waiting for that episode where they finally get together and they hug or kiss or hold hands. It's never going to happen. That's so crazy. Cause and that- then the show ended and he's just like, God damn it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is this is how these shows are. I don't know what to tell you. That's a very so that's a trend. Uh, that's that's that happens that's in, like, with enough regularity to oh, call it a yeah. trend. Or oh yeah, that's a like, genre thing. That's a shoujo trope for sure. They're like like they're. I love that genre. I love slice of life, and I love romance. Like young girl, like young girl sounds gross, but yeah, like no. teenage, like female high school right. romance shows. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like my rom com, like. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But in shoujo's, I've I've never seen one where there's any kind of payoff romantically. Like I I've seen some where like they'll hold hands and and then the show ends. Yeah, yeah. And it's like maybe you get them holding hands. Sometimes it only ever gets as far as them just being like I like you. And <laughs> that's a- yeah that's fascinating it's so weird (laughs) no it's it's interesting because in in so many ways once that happens it's over i mean yeah the whole thing is is like the the emotional chest that goes into building up to the reveal of that moment and then once it's there you that's all the that's what all the drama has been based off of right and and so on and so once you meet that moment you're done right because that's really what that 
all of that is about. Well, it's so weird, though, like watching it, you know, from a Western perspective where it's like if you watch a rom-com or any kind of like romantic show. Yeah. Like they're they're fucking immediately. And then like the rest of the movie is just them fucking or whatever. Like there isn't. You're never it's not like the entire journey is the build up to the point where you say I like you or you hold hands or you kiss. Yeah. It's like the entire journey is them fucking and within the first 5 seconds you're getting to like to the point where they're able to fuck. You know what That's I mean? It's so interesting because like and rom-coms in in a western sense has been uh it's been polluted for so many for it's been so long. I mean, has has there even been a good romantic comedy i know there was one good romantic comedy that came out this year um the one with the the comedian mm. and the girl his girlfriend the got big cancer sick. the big sick yeah i can't i can't think of i, I feel like that genre is com- was completely fucked out in the 90s and has yet to recover here's what's weird i for as much as i love shoujos i hate rom-coms yeah i absolutely detest them i don't like that genre at all but there's, you know, this whole thing that we've been talking about, and I feel like we talked about this the last time that we did anime too. The whole thing is that like watching these shows or this movie or the movie that we're going to watch next week, they all are so much more elevated. They're not, it's just like the means of getting there is so much more fascinating to me than any of the stupid I, I don't know. Rom-coms are dumb too. I guess maybe Bridesmaid would be if that is kind of a rom-com. You're going back eight, nine years now, right? I don't even know if that's a rom-com. Yeah. I don't either. I don't know. It's don't. A, it's a, it, no, it's, <laughs> the it's holiday. fascinating is that, is that this... Love uh, Actually. I guess that's kind of one, right? Again, you're going back seven years at least. I mean, what is Pitch Perfect? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I've don't never know. seen them. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> no, it's a it's the the uh the there's a there's a sophistication at least in this and some of the other ones that we've seen uh, that I've been introduced to uh, from you in these animes that uh, that exists here that the Western Western I think it's Western filmmakers or the producers or the studios they don't have the stomach for it. They're too easily. They want the resolution. They want easy, con- easy to understand conflict, easy to understand resolution, happy-go-lucky ending. Everything works out in the end. And put a stamp on it, and, and that's it. And it's this formula that has been completely. Uh, it's, it's just completely tapped out right now. There's nothing creative happening in that space, and there hasn't mm-hmm. been in a long time. And the one, and this happened in the short version of this film, which is obviously comes from this movie that I thought was, and it was just as interesting as I watched it then as it is now, is the moment where she has this, she already knows that she has this ability that she can go back in time and she's riding with one of her male friends on a bicycle from point A to point B or whatever. And the guy not looking at her, obviously like sweating, mm-hmm. you know, and but trying to stay as stoic as he can says you know basically and trying to be logical about it which is insane because it's all emotional so cute because he keeps glancing like back like Like, trying to check on like testing the waters of what's going on right and he's just saying like why don't we go out like we should would you go out with me kind of thing (laughs) and then he even jokes about it and says what i'm not too ugly am i and again he's trying to to play it and then she's just completely stunned she's sidetracked she's uh, blindsided by it and and 
and and then she has the ability to go back and be with and be around him knowing that he knows no okay knowing what she knows what he knows but he he doesn't know that she knows right and so and that little moment right there capturing that with this uh, the, with the sci-fi you know element the time travel I can't think of any uh, American film uh, I'm, I'm sure there's some out there that that can take something like that and find that little micro moment and and really not just have it as a throwaway thing or not yeah, like you know, amplify it yeah and really kind of lean into Dissect it. it and then it's never it's not it's some it seems like at first class, that's just a simple thing okay the, the the guy and the girl they're friends and so he likes her and she doesn't and that's that and then it's like okay well then she's gonna grow to like him and then, and then it just keeps going and it gets deeper and that's deeper and deeper into this this whole thing that is completely unexpected um i mean if i'm not familiar with the genre tropes but how their relationship ultimately ends and where it goes is... Well, I think... Sorry. No, it, sorry. <laughs> it just completely builds from that little moment that I, I can relate to that moment and then it still is able to go dig deeper uh, I from there. that's what makes it like such like a... Those micro moments are the things that make like anime and like the genre of anime so special comparatively to other... Uh, mediums of film or animation or whatever these micro moments and the way that it builds the most i mean the most like romantic part is the entire the whole end of the movie is super romantic the entire third act because you get the revelation that he knew that she could time travel or knows that she's been adjusting time or whatever. And you don't know to the length that he knows that. But now there's like a point where you can almost see that she understands now that he knows what she knows, that she knows that he knows. Right, right. And so now it's like the Rome, like their love is like so beyond the need of words because they understand at like such a high level. Mm their feelings for each other and it's just not something that's gonna it's not something that can happen you know what i mean that like that gives like a whole other like romantic world to the last scene where you don't need them to say i love you it can just progress beyond that point because that's already been that already happened in the empty space of them understanding where each other was coming from. Right. The, that revelation, uh, which I guess would kickstart the third act. Um, I thought the movie was five minutes away from ending at that point. Mm -hmm. I had, I mean, there's another 25, 30 minutes and nothing, none of it's filler. Like there's real, there's real development and continued. Let's continue to expand on this kind of thing. And uh, I, I was, it's, it's another it's another kind of thing that a western version of it would completely fail to to make right. Um, and there's another movie that has a similar kind of ending where it doesn't quite give it to you. Mm. And I don't want to spoil it too much. And they're going to be remaking that in America with western uh, and I know they're going to fuck up the ending. Right. There's so, no way. Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. So we're talking about your name. If you haven't <laughs> kind of gathered that yet, <laughs> I sidestep that spoiler. You're like, fuck that. <laughs> well, I, we're going to be watching your name next week. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, like I think that we talked about it on the show. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend watching it. Yes. Uh, especially because we will be talking about it next week and we will be going into full spoiler territory without giving away too much. There was actually a, pretty uh pretty heavy um issue with 
with your name and this movie in particular, which is why we're watching them back to back, because there are there are people that put shot by shot mm. saying that your name copied scenes from this movie, particularly when she's running down the hill. There's a scene when uh, I forget what her name is in uh, your, your name. name is running down the hill during really the climax of the movie without spoiling anything. Um, so there's a lot of people that were pretty up in arms like a, a significant time after the movie came up once they realized that the two were maybe a little too close. A little too close together. But yeah. either way, both I've enjoyed both of them very much. Yeah, I mean it's go ahead, Ethan, sorry. I was just gonna say I like the animation on your name better, I think. I think yeah. that, I think there's a, a a budget that's about three or four times as big. Yeah. It's gotta be. Well, so here's the other interesting thing and I think another cool maybe thing god i feel like a nerd I, another <laughs> neat thing about watching these movies back to back is that this movie came out in 2005 yeah and i don't know if you you know if you remember the last time that we did anime we talked about serial experiments lane which came out in the 90s or early 2000s and these two movie or Lane and this movie seem very very similar. Yeah, in art in art quality. Yes, yes, like very similar. And there are even times when like uh the main girl Makoto or Makota or whatever the fuck turns in this movie and like it looks you, like cereal. it look it yeah. looks like a fucking picture of Lane from yeah, <laughs> Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it's like night and day between. Your name. your name yeah, yeah it's it's crazy and to think that like that really wasn't that much time i mean 10 years is a big chunk of change but it's not like that's not a huge amount of time for like the differences in quality between the two films like it's fucking crazy how different they look well and to be fair uh to give credits to lane um lane was it a a a, a an animated TV show, mm-hmm. so it didn't we didn't have the the singular budget that a, a a feature film would have, and then it's also you know fourteen hours long versus you know I don't know how long this was an hour and a half hour hour and forty five minutes mm-hmm. you know whatever it was, so um, credits to to Lane for being as well made that it feels com- uh, at home in it with a uh, a movie made ten years after. Yeah, I I don't know I I, I just think I like the like techno like fucked up shit more than i like like the romancy stuff because the whole time i'm like you have the ability to time travel stop trying to get a boyfriend yeah yeah that's, like i don't mean to be a dick but no, it's like that's the thing like if you if you focus if you do focus on that you won't the yeah. rest of this stuff that's why i had to put that in a different compartment in my brain because i was like okay this is really what it's about is yeah. these relationship dynamics and the other stuff I had to just like, yeah. I, I would be if you did. I think if you did focus on that, I just too kept much, thinking that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I just kept thinking. Like, but she's not trying to get a boyfriend the whole time. She doesn't realize anything about the. She doesn't realize the consequences, or that there's not just that there's a an action or a reaction to her consequences. She doesn't realize that that happens. Um about like the she only has 10 times or whatever that she can go back in time so it's like she keeps trying to fix these mistakes thinking that it's like this unlimited pool of being able to go back in time and it's really not until she thinks that she doesn't have any times to go back that the romance 
aspect of things actually happens. She's not going back in time to try and get a boyfriend until she discovers that she actually has one more time to go back. Well, she tries to hook up that guy with that other girl a Mm -hmm. bunch. Mm -hmm. Like five, she travels back like three or four times to make that happen. Yeah, because she's just trying to write what she already fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's not her Kill using Hitler, it. Kill Hitler, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All time travel comes back to the Kill Hitler argument. <laughs> well, I, I, ostensibly, uh, she can't go. I, I could argue if you want to get to the, the limitations of what she can do. Maybe she can't go back further than when she first started. Sure. Which would be uh, at the walnut situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's just like it was one of those things that every time she would travel back, I'd be like, why are you doing that? See, this is the problem. If you if you really if you go into any time travel movie that goes that has back time travel going back, time travel going forward is simple, but time travel yeah. going back, you're gonna run into all of these inconsistencies and plots problems all the time. The only movie that's ever done it right is Primer. And that's because eighty percent of the movie is kind of building up the rules and yeah. and being and sticking to the rules. But even Primer got right that what the movie is really about is what what uh, as a you know is about how do you take charge of your life in a different manner when you have the ability to to fix mistakes yeah i mean i think they did some of this too is like i think like kind of the point of it that i was seeing was like when you're a kid or whatever and you get anxiety about doing having mistakes or whatever it's like you need to reason with that and have like learn the ability to sort of let it go and and not let it stick with you and and it's like yeah that's like a good moral but i just keep thinking the whole time i'm like why didn't you think once just once go forward or once like go back in time when the lotto hit yeah Yeah, but okay wait i mean let's put it in a perspective though you're saying that you were like some kind of hyper genius high school student that you wouldn't have used your ability to travel back in time to like jerk off for 48 hours straight or something you know what i'm saying like i didn't have any friends so i mean yeah Yeah. if you were in high school you (laughs) wouldn't have just not even given a fuck about anything else that was going on in the world and used your powers to just go back in time so you could smoke weed, fuck your girlfriend, or jerk off a million times. That's I'm, what I I'm feel like saying, she did. Right. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. You yeah, wouldn't dude. do that? Same thing? No. No. I would... First off, I would go back to the dinosaurs. A. And then B... I would, I would definitely like do like the, like the, hey, let's see if this thing goes forward. But you can't say that because I would rather travel. But you forward can't than say backwards. that now, though. I mean, this is this is the problem with talking about time travel, <laughs> is that you are traveling time right now. You're talking sure. about what your past self would do, yeah. with the experience of your future self. Like you have no yeah, idea but, what mean, your past. Self I think would I do. think even I, when my past self, even when I was thinking about it, I think I've 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 consistently since I was a, a kid, like consistently been more interested in traveling forward. If I instantly found out the ability that I could travel time, m- most of my efforts would be well, geared if, towards going forward. Okay, so what if she, you did, what if she did travel, try to travel forward in the movie and couldn't make it happen, right? So Boom, if, rule. It's a rule. It's well, I mean, now. it kind of is a rule. How are you going to accelerate backwards quick enough to leap back 
backwards in time. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I don't know. She jumps going, and surrounded by clocks. Right, right, right. But she's out. going forward every time that she's going backwards. So that means to go forward, she would have to go backwards. I never thought about with that. With the math, same amount possible. of acceleration. That's possible. It just seems uh, that's like, oh, whatever. Let's say, let's just throw out and say that she couldn't. That so was have a to rule. be on she a bullet couldn't. train in order to get go back a week. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just saying I'm just saying if if all of a sudden I woke up tomorrow and I was like, whoa, I just time traveled. Hey, I would be like, I'd be like, well, I went backwards. Uh, how do I do forward? I'm just, Maybe that's I'm, you. But I, when I was in junior high, I had like I had an unhealthy crush on a girl, and I would have used that time travel to figure out a way to make that work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like there, I I think that it's really easy now with where you are to be like, oh, when I was in high school, I would fucking I would graduate from Harvard. <laughs> Excuse me. Like yeah. it's so easy to say that now, but I think at the actual time, especially if you don't realize that you only have. 10 or 20 times to go back i think yeah obviously you would at least blow through five just being like fuck (laughs) i ate shit when i walked into school or like damn it i shouldn't have told my mom to go fuck herself or like dinner was great a couple nights ago which is literally a scene in this movie dinner was great three nights ago i'm gonna go back to that day and eat that dinner i mean yeah that's funny like i I like those like bits are funny but i would definitely (laughs) I definitely, I remember distinctly thinking about time travel in high school and de- distinctly thinking I would much rather travel forward. For sure. I would but much rather. But what if forward wasn't an option is what I'm saying? I would try. Okay, so you and try if I made and a movie it didn't about happen. It, I would, if I made a movie about it, I'd be like, hey, audience, look, I tried going forward. It didn't work. So now I got to go backwards. And then I would try to see how far back I could go. For sure. Why wouldn't you do that? Why why would you just be like I don't want to travel like 35 minutes? Well, I think like, no. I think you're missing what is happening in this movie. No, I She's, get it. I get that. Gets it. The problem is, is that as soon as you insert the element of you have the ability to time travel, that's all I think the about. The story is not irrelevant at this point. Right, now but, it's like we have to solve world cli- climactic right, or, right, but you know, catastrophic I'm, issues. Right, I get that. But I'm saying that by the time that she realizes that she can travel back in time and there is a limitation to how many times she can travel back, she's she already accidentally yeah, her, used her last one. She already stepped and too then, much in shit. Right. And then later she's like, oh, fuck, I have one more. You're saying when you had that one more, you would be like, okay, I'm going back to the beginning and I'm going to fix the entire world. Oh, for sure. Also, didn't you like you really enjoyed that James Franco JFK movie where he went back in time and repeatedly fucked shit up and spoiler alert for that show because it ends in him saving JFK and then he comes back to the future and it's like this hell yeah (laughs) dystopian future so I'm just saying (laughs) if you can't travel forward after you were able to travel backwards and you change something like Hitler dying and then Stalin became the big power whatever the fuck like who knows what definitely would have been better I'm just saying yeah but i okay here's what i'm saying that's that's more careless to me than going back 30 minutes or a day at a time where you're controlling something that's within your zone that's fair but i would definitely if okay a first first okay i figure out i can time travel (laughs) first order of business a see if i can go forward 
That's first order of business. All right. It's it, you can't. I can't. Okay, fine. <laughs> Second order of business. See how far back I can go. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you can right. okay, so you can go back to so there's there's three you can, times. So you have you the, quantum, the quantum leap limitation. You only can go back to times in your life. Right. That's okay. what I was gonna say too. So Six. you've now wasted two out of your ten. Three. Because I had the first one. Because he would try twice just to make sure. Oh, you went no, twice. No, 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 no. You have the first one where you figure out you can do it. Okay. Then okay. you have forward. All right. And then you have backwards. Backwards. Okay. All right. right. So now you got seven more times. What are you going to do with these? I would other? restart my life seven times. So I would live for like fucking how many? You're years? one of those people that would want to live forever. Oh, for sure. Okay. You are amazing. I would you just accidentally get hit by it. a car and you lose all your. Th- you, you forgot to time travel before the car. It blindsided you. I mean, that, <laughs> then I'm dead. Like Damn. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like she she did it. I mean, she she essentially got blindsided and still did it. I mean, like I'm pretty sure you could probably do it. You know what I'm saying? Like her, it's like it seems like her ability to time travel is like, ah, and then like I can do it. So it, I don't think you could get that blindsided. Okay, but yeah, wait. I would I, start. I, I would I would literally live seven different lives i'm kind of i'm kind of sad that the the mechanisms of time travel and all of you know what you would or could or shouldn't do with it is what really dominated your thought process during all this because that means the movie lost you with its premise yeah it it didn't lose me with the premise but it totally lost you it just yeah i'm not i was like i was like oh time travel i'm in the mood for time travel and then i'm like she's going back stop just going back 15 minutes that's why I was. Uh, I just kept thinking that, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's just all about boyfriends and girlfriends, and and like, yeah, the bits about food are funny, and like, there's parts that are funny, but I'm just like, I'm just like, it's just not, it's not what I would do, because I've thought about this, and and every time I thought about it, it was that same thing of yeah. like, that's what I would do. Like, I would literally live. I would live as this, long as this possible. movie has time travel in it, but it's not about time travel. Yeah, I know it's not about time travel. I know, but it, but yeah. when you like present that premise to me, that's all I'm going to think about is yeah. like is like oh, if I could do this, what would I do? That's unfortunate. I had a, a good experience by not having not not focusing on that. That's fair. I'm sorry. I uh, can only focus on science. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, especially when you take a nap in the middle of the movie. I did not fall asleep. Maybe for twelve seconds. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bezo, are you one of those people that would want to live forever? If you had like some kind of probably. Really? I think so. Damn. And that's the only way you can maximize it. Y'all are the worst. I would like, well, see, live forever, you know, kind of in my, in my healthy 25 to, you know, 35, eight, you know, in that. Okay. Yes, like you, vam- vampire immortality, yeah. but you don't have to drink blood. Yeah. I'd be done. I might sign up for that. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, it's also, it's not immortality. It's 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 no. It's I'm specifically X. talking about immortality. I'm not talking. I'm not going along with your I mean, weird bizarro rules. I'm I'm specifically talking about immortality because I mean, you said that you'd like to relive over and over and over again. Yeah. But would you like to be immortal? I mean, I would. I, if if someone proposed it to me, I would be like, my first thought would be, well, I. According to this premise, I would be the only immortal person. So I'd be like, that's pretty cool. So now I'm the only immortal person. That's so, so lonely that's to me. Really? You yes. Would, so you would like, I don't think so. Why? It's a, I would else. never want to do that. You would march you on your worst enemy, but you wouldn't. I would me. never want to do you, that. I mean, I mean, technically, like, 
philosophically, you're kind of immortal right now. Like you would experience things the same way that you experience them now where it's like, yeah, you get lonely, but you also don't get lonely. No, I mean, I can't. I just to me, like my friends the promise and my, of death is so sweet it, yeah, well, <laughs> that fucking for sure for sure but i mean like i just really value my friends and my family and like repeatedly having to watch people die that would be so crushing to me yeah, but you'd have so long there's this so long to watch so many waves of people die there's yeah. this uh there's a there's a little what happens when like there's a fucking nuclear war and the entire earth is desperate decimated and right. i'm the only thing that's alive that's, that would then suck. ten thousand years later it all comes back yeah back that's pretty cool friends. you'd see the a planet grow there's a there's a really i i think this is, it's a great little movie it, it's it's called uh the man who um oh the girl who leapt through time no no <laughs> the girl who leapt through time no i think it's called the man from earth or something like that uh-huh. but it's not it's not the, the david, david bowie? it's not the david bowie it's one the it's man like, who fell to earth yeah it's some other thing like that and it's about this guy who uh, he's a college professor and he is um, he's been he's going he's moving across the, the country or going across the um, uh, the, uh, the pond so to speak to go live elsewhere and he's having a party at his house amongst a bunch of his other college professor friends and they all start talking and it's like you know hey where are you going and why are you doing this and eventually it slowly unfolds and the story is revealed that this guy who is leaving is an immortal and I've seen this. It's a great little. It, it's got, wait. Was this in the time consecution? I don't think so. Was this a? Are you thinking of a? Uh, I think it's called the Man from Earth. Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a Twilight. If, I mean, it could be. I wouldn't surprise they've me. Twilight Zone yeah, had done something like that. But the story is interesting because eventually these are all all of his friends are very smart and you know and uh, and and, and sciencely driven. So they're asking him very you know driven questions, and it's not treated in a super fantastical way. And he explains to them what it's like what it's like to have been him. And he was, um, you know, he was he was a, a caveman. Uh, that's when he was first born. But he doesn't remember what it was like during growing up because it was just it was just thousands and thousands and thousands of years of kind of just campsites and heat and cold and it's just like this general feeling of what was going on and and history itself seems to be like a a haze and you know he can't you know languages are come and go and he learns them and then he forgets them because they're not used and, and and so on and all these different things and um in a mod, he, he describes what it lives like living in a modern setting is that he has to move now every couple of years because people get suspicious after being around him for five, ten years why he doesn't age. Mm-hmm. And so there's this constant having to move and, 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 all, the, and, and the, all the consequences of doing that. And so it's a really fascinating sort of really kind of in-depth kind of looking into what would it really be like. Yeah. And that part of it is kind of troublesome and, and mm-hmm. as the immortal side of the question is. Um be like how like pragmatically how would it actually work well here's the question too is like why is he worried about that because hypothetically if he's immortal no one can kill him so what's it matter if people find out if he's immortal or not well i mean i I, who i I don't know if that particular premise in that particular story wanted to say that he he could not be killed but maybe he couldn't age out um so he just happened to have dodged death successfully for this whole time but be that as it may um I would definitely like to have the opportunity to see how things unfold. 
over long periods of time. Oh, for sure. I want to see where technology takes us. I want to see where humanity is able to you know, overcome what problems we see as insurmountable today, if they can or if they can't. There's going to be tons of questions that we'll never get answers to. And I understand there's a certain poeticness to that, that we're all going to have to come to terms with. But it would be great if somebody could give an oh, option sure. to not have to yeah. come to and terms with that. And you also have to work forever no, no you, you wouldn't enough, you'd figure it out you yeah get, enough, get a good feel like a 10 percent inter- retirement rate after a couple hundred years you're set you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah you know so you don't have that that stuff will eventually figure itself out it's the uh it, if you really want to think about it what it would be like realistically yes there's some shitty aspects to it because you you'd kind of want to be under the radar because otherwise you would be the most famous person you'd be the biggest target you couldn't just have open bank accounts because all of a sudden you know that 10% interest rate would just completely overwhelm the entire economy inside of a hundred years you yeah know, well I mean years moving away is the same as people dying you know what I mean I mean you're cutting ties with people permanently and that that's another thing. That's I mean, a bummer. How many families can one guy start in a right. short amount of time? Do you want to start? Is it ethical to do so? And so yeah. on? I mean, there's a lot. That'd be interesting. Just, after a thousand years, everybody is a descendant of you. Wow. Right. And then how many <laughs> times would you fall in love and have your heart broken? I mean, that just all of that sounds so painful to me. And also like um, something. Fuck. I forgot. Let me give me a second. I don't know. It's like. It's like it also like if I had these like seven times and I could travel forward, I would definitely do like the like I would travel to like a hundred years. I would travel to like three hundred years. I traveled uh, like I would keep going. Yeah. I think I would. Push yeah, that it. would be good. I would like that version of of being able to jump in time future. But I'm I'm specifically talking about like living forever, and yeah. for me that would be like the worst also i think that personally like i uh um i feel like it would be the same kind side of the coin of like leaving everyone would be upsetting i also think it would be very easy for me to leave people behind which is if you piss me off or you fuck me over yeah i'll just be like everybody means goodbye yeah Yeah. and and then you're out of my life which could also be kind of problematic because you know some of the intricacies of life are working through these struggles right and coming out on the other side and that person is your best friend or right. you have a really close relationship with that person or whatever it's interesting to say that evolutionarily speaking our entire species our our culture what we think how we think what we value what we don't value is ultimately rooted in the fact that we're only here for a short amount of time and we're trying to extend it you know as much as we can but everything is based off of that and you break that component then everything that we know that kind of describes who we are and what we value changes Mm -hmm. and so it'd be interesting to you take away the human condition yeah and it'd be interesting from a uh from a thought experiment you know and and obviously people have done so in the past uh, and we're doing so now about what would that person be but almost I, i use air quotes because a person who can't die in some sense ceases to be a person that in a conventional sense that we would they're not they're not colored like by a the god same limitation. yeah you'd end up being like a god figure yeah i mean i think the the best version of that or the two best versions of of this line of thought would be lane who is the god of the internet and will exist forever I mean, that's really what like a podcast is or anything that you do online is something that is a snapshot of you that it will exist forever. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the point. That's why people make art. That's why people... Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, that that is awesome. Like, that's fucking really cool. And that version, the lane version of a god, is... And being immortal in I that regard is sweet. I think the physical is so much cooler because I, you can respond to things. I think that the <laughs> the physical way that I would be like most into would be like a vampire because vampires in like every fucking version of vampire stories they just like inherently have like a shit ton of money yeah. they always have like a fucking cool ass place to live hell yeah they don't have to do anything and they can just soak in like the arts like that would be yeah. perfect they don't the, do anything. the aristocratic victorian vampire right but i, I don't that think one. that like you could just drop into today and be like well i'm immortal so i don't need to work anymore and have to worry about house like could you imagine if like right this second you were immortal this is why in Austin interview with the vampire like works inc- interview with the vampire works incredibly well except for the last 10 seconds when you see him driving in a in a top down Corvette right. through a city he's like man with the the mystery in the air is mm-hmm. totally broken now yeah <laughs> I mean it depends on the immortality it depends on if you can die if you can die or not that's that I think is the big thing well Be- there- you just can't age you know, aging out won't kill you or like a disease won't get you. But if you're in the wrong place and a piano falls on you, you, you know, you're, you're dead. Okay. Yeah. But all right. So let's go back to the vampire thing, though. Did you be, I know that you saw, we watched it together, Ethan, but Bezo, did you ever see what we do in the shadows? Yes. Okay. So that movie is fucking phenomenal. Yes. It's a great movie, yes. but there is like a vampire that's fucking old as shit yes. in that movie. Yeah, yeah but he's so they age it like yeah. a at a, a lar- like a different rate than yeah. humans do. Yes. So maybe that's the version of immortality is that you're not necessarily that would suck. Count me out for that. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it, I also I guess okay. I guess I like the version of a vampire because I still have the option to kill myself if I want to. <laughs> right? Can, uh, yeah, There's that, a way you out. You know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm, I'm cracking the coffin up at high noon i'm saying peace to the yeah, world yeah i would know? just i'm gonna i'm gonna tape myself to the top of this roof yeah. and wait for the sun to come up i'm yeah. done with this yeah that's true if there's some kind of crazy world war or whatever and the whole planet's blown up you can just be like well i don't have anything to hide behind and the sun is coming up goodbye nothing like there's nothing here there was a, a <laughs> for some reason you reminded me of a, a thing that was not in the marvel cinematic universe but was filmed and never put into it was a story of bruce banner aka the hulk wanting to kill himself and so he goes into the antarctic with a gun and he puts it in his mouth and shoots himself in the head but in the process of doing so he instantly hulks out and then the bullet can't kill him because he's the Hulk, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's um, and and it's actually that sequence that uh, where Captain's uh, Captain America's uh, frozen body is ultimately found uh, from a, that re- that scene. But it's a very interesting component of Bruce Banner. Maybe he can't yeah. kill himself on account of this. Like, yeah. all right, he jumps out of a plane to kill himself without a parachute. <laughs> he hooks out half the way down. You know, like, how are you going to do this? Well, that's a weird, too, because, like, the Hulk would never age. So, like, at what point is his human body... Like as he hum- takes over the human body, he just turns into the Hulk. Yeah, right. but yeah, he yeah, can't yeah. just permanently be the Hulk. So, like, okay, let's say that he's like about to die, his human body, <laughs> and he's death rattling, and so he hulks out, then goes back, then hulks out, then goes back. It's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that's what I do with my time travels. I guess hulk yeah. out. 
No, I'd keep going back and keep living. We, we've, we've certainly taken a, a detour. Uh, <laughs> but man, I, I would like to, if I can, bring it back to, to this movie that Ethan's not too fond of. But I really enjoyed and I thought it was very sweet and I thought it was very affecting. Mm. Uh, and um, if, if you go into it with low expectations, uh, you will be impressed mm. by it. I think if you go into it with high expectations, uh, you could be impressed by it. It's a, it's a really, really, really good movie that is very disarming and how how effective it is throughout especially the back half of it yeah i agree yeah i mean i don't think it was bad i think it just caught me at the wrong time yeah 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 i think i was in the mood i was like are you do you, you like any you romantic saying, movies wait are uh, you saying it's the right time but the wrong <laughs> me <laughs> what I, 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 i'm not picking up the joke <laughs> Uh, I'll play it for you yeah, later. Do you, uh, are, do you like any like romantic movies? Uh, sort of. I mean, like if I'm, I don't know. I like sci-fi. I know, but I asked you if you like romantic movies. Uh, I mean, like I've seen. You're like, that jaded. I just. I'm not like huge on them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not just like I. I like like action and sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> no sweet spot. You not even one that you can kind of rock as well. At least I can lean on this one to be to work for me. Nothing. Your, uh, your top five of romantic movies. You don't even can't even make a top five. Uh, you can't even make a top two. I don't know. Maybe that Jimmy Fallon one where they go to the Boston Red Sox game. That one's pretty nice. 50, is that 50 Fever for, Pitch? Fever the pitch. remake <laughs> of Fever Pitch. Oh yeah, Ethan loves Fever Pitch. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah i don't know like i i've, I've like i've never uh, i like like these kind of slice of life animes but like the ones i tend to like are, are like in this when it did like a comedic moment i'm like oh i like that like i don't know it was it just hit me at the wrong time because like i was like i was like oh girl they left through time kind of time travel sci-fi i'm thinking like laney yeah that's you know and this. i was like in the mood for something like that and yeah. then i was like watching this and i was like yeah like it's good like don't get me wrong the writing's good you'll probably like it if you watch it yeah but if you don't have it's uh, my bias yeah if, yeah if if the romantic genre doesn't move your needle at all yeah you know if you're soulless then you'll probably get stuck on the time travel component too <laughs> yeah you definitely will <laughs> Like, why are you not going forward? You I'm idiot. trying to tell a romantic story. <laughs> Fuck your romantic story. Go make, go win the lottery. Yeah, go I'm, cool. I'm excited to see what you think rewatching your name. Because we've all seen your name. Yeah. I basically forced everyone to go see that movie. With good reason. Yeah, and it's a great movie. I, yeah. I'm the only one that's seen it again once, yeah, yeah i i went back to the theater and saw it with my friend and we'll get into that more next week but i'm actually curious to hear what <laughs> okay bless you sorry i'm actually curious to hear your thoughts the second time yeah. and i'm curious myself because i watched it about a month after i first saw it and i might be delving too much into what we're going to talk about next week but i watched it about a month or two after I first saw it in the theater. Mm. And the second time it hit me like 7,000 times harder. And uh, we'll talk about that more mm. next week. Um, I will say, but I'm, I'm kind of curious myself, like how, is this time going to affect me even more or this time am I going to latch yeah. on to other I, things? I, I will say, I will say one thing that I remember about that movie is that like the reason why I, the the part about the time travel that affected me the most in that one is like 
oh, it's like this pretty big impending doom that's All gonna right. like Detroit. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Good God. The love cool. story is whatever, yeah. but yeah, the other part. Okay. So. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, I also really enjoyed this movie. For me, uh, what do we what do we do? Tens. Uh, yeah. Are we gonna give our ratings here. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Um, I guess for me, I would give it uh, an an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna do a little fa- more favorable. I'm gonna go nine out of ten. And uh, I think I would, if I had, uh, there, there's certain kinds of things in Japanese animation that uh, is tropey, be it extremely expressive uh, um, dialogue that seems like unnecessarily ab- absurd. And there's, a, there's some of that in this that I kind of detracts from me what I think would be a more uh, grounded kind of story. It's anime. I can't complain that much. But that's what's preventing it from hitting that 10 spot for me. But really strong. Nine out of 10. I give it. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten, just because I I think I'm like really biased, and you know, like just because maybe I don't like the genre that much doesn't mean it wasn't like actually good, you know. Even though I don't like country, you know, I'll listen to some Bricks and Duns every once in a while, you know. And like this is a, you know, it's 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 well executed and it's well done. It's just my bias that. So I'm trying to offset my bias with a handicap. <laughs> Why? What would you score on? What, like an amount of enjoyment of watching it this time? No, I mean, like, what would you score it like with without the handicap? Just like, how much do I like it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. reasonable. Like a three or a two. Okay. That's a pretty significant. That's a big jump. Bump. Yeah, but because I recognize that it's good. Like I, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to like shade it because of personal bias, I guess. And, like I feel it to be, to be disrespectful. That's so weird though, because it's it like the fact that you like, are you setting that high of a bump up be- based off of our scores or secretly and your little tiny black <laughs> heart? Do you actually recognize that what's happening in this movie is really good. You're just such an asshole on a microphone that you can't acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be that. I also okay. thought the music was a little weak. <laughs> That's oh, true. I 100% agree with that. That's true. The piano is weird. It's like it, it's like all like... You're going to talk me out of my nine if you keep going this route. It sounds like it's MIDI. Yeah. Well, good news... Next week, if you have not picked up on it already, and hopefully <laughs> you didn't. Oh, that's good. Right. Hopefully yeah. you didn't hear Ethan's spoilers. We are watching Your Name. Please watch it. That movie is fucking amazing. And definitely try and watch it legally because these are the kinds of things that get these movies over here. Right. right. Um, but that movie has a phenomenal soundtrack. It's so fucking good. I like that soundtrack more than I like this one. This one just kind of felt like a, uh, it felt like a long TV show. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. I I don't disagree with you on that. Yeah, and there, when I see that, I'm like, I instantly think like, lower quality. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm going to elaborate more on my score next week because I think next week, de- again, depending on how I feel about the third rewatch of this movie, probably going to be a pretty significant score. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. All done. <laughs> I just dance in the street, my hobby is
International. International.